Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. What's up? And I just came back from Colorado and like, seriously, like, it's really cool. Yes. Yeah, I went to Colorado, uh, Boulder. You guys got a nice little town. Shout out to the girl uh, uh, who I met at Press Play, who was so sweet. Um, and it made me feel really special. Are you Christina Hutchinson? I was like, yeah, why? Shut up. Um, no, but it was really cool. And then Steven was filming. So uh, doing a project there. So I just came to like, I just wanted to explore a new town. Hell yeah. When so we t- fun. When we tour, I'm so excited because I just want to like go to Topeka, like Kansas. Well, and I want to then... know like, what's the thing to eat yeah. and to see and to do in Topeka, Kansas. And what And what's the culture like? Like, what do you guys like? What do you not like? What do you, I don't know. It's just fascinating to dive into another town that I've never been to. And the mountains and the, oh, oh, oh mm-hmm. god damn. Um, yeah, it was fun. And then the last night we got a hotel because I was like, we're going to have a sex night, okay? Wait, and you didn't have a hotel the whole time? We had an Airbnb that we were sharing with another person. Oh. And those walls was thin. Oh. And it was a person that I knew pretty well, but oh, I didn't want okay. them to hear me have sex because I don't want anybody to hear me have sex. Right. Unless I'm at a hotel and it's a stranger and that's what you get. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we went to a strip. We went to a couple strip clubs, but then I was like, we're going to go. Okay. I'm going to get ready. And then we're going to go to a sex shop and we're just going to get a bunch of shit. And then, then we're going to go to the strip club. We're going to like strip club hop. And then we're going to fuck. Cause we hadn't had sex in a couple days. He hasn't even, he hadn't even jerked off in a couple of days. Cause the walls were so thin at this place. And really? he's busy. Wow. Meanwhile, he went to Denver earlier than me. I had a fucking masturbation field day. I was taking like workout gear and laying on. I was just like, let's see what I can do. Right. Um, it was fun. And then, and then, yeah, I bought this, I bought a sexy outfit and, like what kind of a sexy outfit? And uh, actually, I could show it to you. It's a, uh, it's like a, uh, it's like one of those shitty fucking, you know, when you go to a sex shop, like Legs Avenue with a Z, exactly. Yeah, and it was just like a tight black thing. Uh huh. And Stephen, because I wanted to buy at first, I wanted to buy that body stocking that yeah. we'll talk about later. And he was like, he saw this other dress, and he was like, I want you to wear that. And I was like, okay, because I wanted him to dictate. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. I just wanted him to like it's it. It's fun to go to a sex shop with your partner and like have them pick out stuff. I, yeah. I, I did that in Ohio. Yeah, because fun. I'm wearing it because I want you to like it. If I come out and you're like, <clears throat> right, it's good. I'm going to fucking punch you. Some of those things are silly and you don't yeah. ever know like what's going to tickle someone's funny bone and exactly. what isn't. You're not sure. And I was kind of shocked that he picked the one he picked, but I was like, okay, yeah. well, let's do it. And then I bought thigh highs and I got a vibrator, but it was one of those. It looked like a giant tooth, but uh, like a cartoon tooth, mm-hmm. but um, and it just like went these two like legs that went on either like lip of your uh, like on either side of your clit. Uh huh. I was like, we're gonna get this, and then I got. I was like, I want to be hog tied because <laughs> I saw it in a porno recently. I was like, that looks fun, and I got. We got. It's like uh cuffs for all my both my hands and my my ankles, and then it's an X, uh-huh. so I can like lay on my stomach, and he could like tie me up. You could do it a bunch of different ways. Uh huh. Anyway. We got loaded up the shopping cart, put it in the car. Gosh, those were expensive too. It was, it was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't that pricey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to all these strip clubs. It was really fun. The strippers in Boulder are fucking 
young and perfect, like gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. I, and then, I would imagine that. They're very Americana. Yeah. And uh, and it was great. They were cool, chill. I don't know. It was really fun. And then we went, we were, did one like in the center of town. And then we went to this place called Bus Stop. Shout out. There's an actual bus that'll pick you up if you need a ride. To Bus Stop. That's why it's called Bus Stop. Oh, yeah. Boy. Bus Stop. I can only imagine who they're picking up <laughs> on the bus to Bus Stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, you going to Bus Stop? Yeah, I'm going to Bus Stop. <laughs> and we went in there and they have two rooms. One is topless and one is all nude. We went, obviously walked in the all nude one first and there was one guy and we're like, nope. Because you can't drink in the all nude one, right? Right. And then I didn't care about that. Yeah. But uh, so we went back in the titty one and then, oh man, this chick came up to us. We sat like right at the edge of the stage and she's like, guys want to see a trick and we're like yes please i want to see a trick and then she like she's like hold each other's hands and then she just like she was laying on her back and then she like brought her fucking eighty thousand inch heels like above her head and then like clapped them and did something weird and then like stood up on her shoulders while hold, like holding us i'm like this is great while holding you yeah like holding either side of our our like my Sh- left shoulder uh-huh. and his right shoulder uh-huh it was magical and then one of the strippers she was she was like the oldest one there mm-hmm. who loved <laughs> and she loved us the most and we we're like okay and she was really funny but then she brought a kitten outside she was outside smoking a cigarette and she just had this kitten in her hand oh boy and i was like can i hold your cat and she's like yeah five dollars i was like really and she's like no here's my cat and then i pet her cat it was such a weird night and then we went home and i got hogtied in that cute outfit and came like so hard that my like i almost had a seizure it was great boulder's great boulder well, i mean is a lot great. of <laughs> think that particular was bold that's not exclusive to boulder but you know what i i'd like to think it was because you know we swam and we hiked and we did all this stuff be around with nature and that makes me hornier that makes me more Hmm. not hornier but just more i can get turned on easily because i was talking about how it's been hard lately come and then on vacation it's always easier in a hotel oh my god but then really what was no worries what was happening though with with earlier with me not being horny i think the birth control did have something to do with it but it was also like steven's negativity dries my vagina up well that's i mean and he said it and i was like well you said it you're not wrong yeah that's right and i mean you were i saw that hotel it was fucking beautiful yeah 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 so um and i mean anyone would get wet in that hotel hell yeah and uh (laughs) yeah it was nice it was just nice nice how are you uh, your vagina. My vagina is great. I Are mean, you not getting any urinary tract infections anymore? No, I think I, ju- my, I just adjusted to James's uh, semen. <laughs> I did. I just have I to like, adjust to people. I think like yeah. the, the way I have to adjust to people in real life, I think my vagina is also like doesn't trust people and like yeah. sets off infections to be like, go away, stranger. Alert, alert, alert. Are you sure you like him? <laughs> stranger danger. But then they were like, oh, I guess he's sticking around. So it's fine. We'll get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I can like sleep with the semen inside me. Really? Yeah. That, I can't do it. I like it. It's He's like, you're so weird. And I was like, yep. <laughs> no, I think I understand it. But then it's like bonding. I don't know. It is. But see, that's a, that's very beginning of a relationship shit that I'm that at this point with me and Steven, I'm like, nope. I don't know. I've been in relationships like long relationships that like I would still have done that. Like I still would have done that with Frank. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I the sex was never bad with Frank. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never wanted to well, I, like I would want to sleep with someone semen in me if I just started dating them like we were a year in. 
Mm. But after that, I'm like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't like I have no problem with like messiness in general. Like I like so I think that might also be a part of it. Like after I go to the beach, like I don't take a shower. I like to like sit in the sand. I agree that I like like so it's like to me, that's like the equivalent of sitting in your sand from the day. Well, this morning we we were playing around and then I was like, he was like, can I jizz on your face and I was like you can absolutely jizz on my face because I was using my vibrator and I was like let's just yeah sure I didn't care and then he did it and I was like okay we're done now can you get me a towel and he's like yeah yeah yeah. and then he went to the kitchen I'm like can you hurry up can you please hurry up (laughs) we need to invent like sex towels that you could keep by your bed so that there's never that moment where you're just sitting with your mouth tightly shut so that the jizz doesn't leak in and you're waiting for your lover to go fetch a paper towel from the kitchen, but then he's too, he's wiping off his dick before you have a chance to wipe off your mouth. Well, see, I'm just we're, rude. I just, I'm just dirty and I date dirty people. Like James just took like gym shorts and like wiped my face, like, or like, well, wipe I would have taken that. And then thrown it back, like into a pile of laundry. <laughs> I mean, like that's my kind of person. And then put it on and wear it. Yeah, probably. I mean, like I would wear that shit around. Like, I mean, like it was gray uh, gym shorts, you know, you can wear those again. Yeah. Seen on them. No, oh, he just washes off. Semen's cleaner than other things I've seen in boys uh, gym shorts. So, oh. <laughs> not that boy specifically, but just boys in general. Um, anyway, come see us live. <laughs> that first one's done. So you oh, you're right. Ahead. Tomorrow, Saturday, July 23rd, Wendy Starling and I, previous guys, we fuck guests are hosting our monthly show. Glamour Puss. It's at uh, 7 30 p.m. at Zinc Bar, which is in the West Village. The link to tickets is in the description of this podcast. Uh, there are still some available. You should come. It's going to be a really good time. And then um, on Montreal, Canada, on Friday, uh, July 29th, uh, we're doing the live recording of Guys We Fucked at Just for Laughs Comedy Festival at 3.30 p.m. There's like three tickets left. Yes, there's a couple tickets left. So maybe you can get one of those (laughs) and you can check out more dates at sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tour for more information on that. Toronto, oh, Canada. One sec, let me insert something else in oh, here. Yeah. Uh, and then on uh, Wednesday, August 24th, the Comedian Project is at the Standing Room with today's guest at 9 p.m. And then on Friday, August 26th, the next Nacho Bitches is happening at New York Comedy Club. Use code NACHO for $10 tickets. Uh, that's co-hosted by myself and Blair Saki, 11 uh, p.m. Yeah. And then on Thursday, September 22nd, Curran and I will be in Toronto, Canada for Jeff's for Laughs Toronto version. Um, and we're going to be there for two dates. On Thursday, September 22nd at 9 p.m., we are going to be doing a live recording of Guys We Fucked. And the next day, Friday, September 23rd at 9 p.m., we're going to be doing Guys We Fucked the tour. Um, so get tickets to one or get tickets to both. As of this moment, you can only reserve a seat if you have a festival pass, but they will be releasing individual tickets to those dates. We don't know when, but soon. So as soon as that individual tickets are released, we will let you know. So just hold your calendar for now and then we'll make it happen. Speaking of making it happen, are you happy with your underwear, Corinne? I, I mean, I am, but that's because but I that's got, because it's me undies, right? <laughs> I got the same underwear as you. Exactly. Yeah. I'm wearing mine right now. Uh, today's episode of Guys We Spuck, Fucked, <laughs> Guys We Spucked, <laughs> Guys We Fucked is brought to you by me undies. Uh, Corinne and I both own pairs. I purchased several more pairs after they gave us free samples because these are the most comfortable underwear I've ever 
ever worn in my life. They are made from a sustainably sourced material called modal, and it's a fabric that's twice as soft as cotton. Nothing can describe the fit and feel of MeUndies, but once you try them, you'll understand why they're called the world's most comfortable underwear. No, I'm serious. And if you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free, no questions asked. Uh, shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada, and you could save up to $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. So if you're interested in having very comfortable underwear that also makes your butt look fucking fabulous go to me undies it's really cute me undies.com slash gwf for 20 percent off your first order it's me undies.com slash gwf all right let's read some fucker emails if you want to email us it's uh, sorry about last night show at gmail.com also please rate us on itunes thanks so much for everyone who's done that so far it has helped yes. our rating and all the haters who gonna hate why are you gonna hate haters go take a walk as they say uh <laughs> so the the subject of this email is my boyfriend has a vagina. Uh, hi, Corinne and Christina. I don't even know how to start this email because I never thought it would be something I'd have to ask for advice about. I've been dating a guy from work for about a month and a half. We work pretty opposite schedules, so we don't get to see each other all that often and are taking things slow. Basically, we haven't had sex yet, uh, which was fine until I found out there was another reason he was holding off. My boyfriend came over for dinner last night and everything was normal. He was talking to me about how badly he wanted to dress. Uh, he used to dress in high school, and I said something like, how badly can a guy dress? You basically just wear t-shirts and jeans. Then he went, actually, I need to tell you something really serious. I was born as a girl. So um, needless to say, I was pretty fucking shocked. He went on to tell me that he's been on T for the last three years and the top half surgery has already been done. However, below the waist, he's still got all the female parts. All of this is really fucking with my brain because I've only ever known him as a guy, which is how he's identified his entire life. And I completely see him as male, except for the fact that if he were to take his pants off, you would see a vagina. Oh, and on top of it, I'm the first person he's ever come out to about any of this. He moved and started a new a new job after he transitioned. I'm supportive of transgender people and believe that he is a man. I just don't know if I'm strong enough to be in a relationship with him or I'm comfortable with him having a vag, even though I feel like an awful person for saying that. I've never been with someone. Uh, I've never been someone to question my sexuality. I like dick, uh, but I found this really wonderful person after so many crappy relationships who has a vagina. My first boyfriend died. The second was emotionally Ooh. and sexually abusive. Ooh. The third cheated and became a drug dealer. So now I find a guy and you're like thinking, well, oh. vagina's not so bad. Uh, yeah, really? A guy just, a, just a vagina? Who is <laughs> beyond amazing but has a vagina. What do I do? This just feels really twisted and unfair and I don't know <laughs> what to think. I don't know what I'm comfortable with or how to proceed with all of this information. Please help. Okay. <laughs> so, you, so your boyfriend's got a pussy. Right, right. You, you, I mean, I think uh, it's understandable that you're upset and it's understandable that you don't know if you can be in a relationship with the person because you feel a little deceived. But at the same time, I also understand why he would be hesitant in telling you because of the exact reaction that you have. But you shouldn't feel bad about that reaction. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of ways to... You have to emotionally get past the fact that he doesn't have a dick. And by that, I mean... 
I don't know, like a penis is very symbolic of a man. It is it is symbolic of a man, right? It's what we're all like, penis man, vagina woman. Well, like, and also just so like ingrained. sexually, if you are a straight woman, you want a penis inside yeah, you. But you can also buy many varieties of strap-ons and then get yeah. so many more penises than you bargained for. You right. can have like 12 dildos that you could put on a harness. I'm not kidding, like not at the same time. I, I mean, know. unless you want that. Yeah. So, but that's something that, you know, you have to, I would at least try it out. I mean, my thoughts on it are like, okay, well, first off, if he's gotten the the top surgery, I'm guessing <clears throat> he's probably just saving up to get the bottom half of the surgery. It's just super expensive. Yeah. Um, there are different types of uh, organizations that do help fund transitions. So oh. I'm not sure if you've looked into that. I can do some research and, and find some links and everything because that's a huge part, like, because the operation is so expensive, a lot of people just don't end up finishing it. Uh, we're not all, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, so I can just do right. whatever the fuck that we want. Billions of dollars. In. <laughs> um, but my feeling is, is like, okay, so when you start dating someone, like you're attracted to like the person. And that's why I kind of, I always like make that joke. Like, well, I have only been attracted sexually to men so far, but I don't know. Maybe I just haven't found the woman that I, of your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, and it's a joke, but I truly do mean that because it's like when you meet someone, yeah, you're meeting a person. And so if everything else about this person was okay before, like, there's no reason it shouldn't, it should be different now. However, sexually, if this person is not going to end up getting the, um, surgery, I don't think me as a straight woman, like for me, I would need a, re- like a penis, yeah. like connected okay. to a person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's my thoughts, but I think I don't. Yeah. I mean, especially if you, this person is a, fantastic as you say he is it's like i don't know give it a shot yeah it could be really interesting and kind of maybe expand uh your horizons further than you ever imagined and i think like maybe like you're thinking about it too long term just the same as like with anyone like you know a transgender person is probably going to disappoint you just, just as just much like as anyone else a cisgender person <laughs> yes oh god yeah <laughs> You Give can't, it a second. can't have higher expectations on them just <laughs> yeah. because they're in a unique situation. Yeah, absolutely. We're all pieces of shit. Yeah, because I mean, the main thing would be like, is, is you don't seem to have a problem with the fact that he was born a woman and like you truly like see this person as a man. So yeah. like, that to me would be the main thing. But if that's not a problem for you, then like, I don't know. Like, I don't, you don't have to be strong enough for the both of you. Like that's his process and you'll be a part of it. But I think you're maybe like, taking on too much of it right off the bat. Yeah. It's still an early relationship. So, I mean, like, if you were to go down the line with this person, then you would take on more of the weight of things about them. But in the beginning of the relationship, like, that's his own shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you currently still are interested in pursuing the relationship with him, just pursue it and see how it goes. It could go, he could break your heart. You could break his heart. Or you could both be like, you could be one day be like, yeah, I'm not feeling this. And that's that's okay because that's what happens in every relationship. Right. It, it, all of them work out until... They don't. Until yeah, they exactly, stop. Exactly. Well, our guest from way in the beginning of the podcast, Tristan, my uh, transgender co-worker who ha- was born a woman and then... Dude, I am... He is so... I would have dated... I, mean, I would have banged The him. reason I wouldn't have dated him is too young for me. Oh, but, that's true. Oh, uh, shit. He's like, above 18, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, above good. <laughs> He's working yeah, with me. Yeah. That's true. No, um, but I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, if I saw... I've seen worse things on people than vaginas. Oh, <laughs> 
know? I don't know. I do know what you mean. I do. The moles or warts or. It's like no one warns you if like they have like a crusty dick or like something, you know? So <laughs> it's just like, dick? yeah, I was like, I've seen worse things than a balloon by yeah. a vagina. Oh, look at that. A nice vagina though. Yeah. I expected. It would, yeah, it wouldn't it be out. what I expected, but it, I wouldn't be horrified. Yeah. I mean, my first thought would be, I mean, uh, but I don't know this person as a person. So I'm sure if I was in a relationship with them, that wouldn't be my first thought. But right. when I listen to the email, I'm like, okay, how am I going to get, how, is he, how can he fuck me? And how can I fuck? But then I'm like, let's go to the sex toy store and get a strap on. And I would have been oddly flattered that someone chose like, like you chose me to confide yeah. in. Like, that, that means must, a lot. You must think I'm like really cool and open-minded. <laughs> That's what I would think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, um, I, uh. It's uh, different. I met a person who um, recently who has a kid uh, who's six or seven and the the child was born a boy mm-hmm. and uh, he, the, she's now a, a girl, but she's six or seven. And she like she just feels like I didn't I'm meet. Yeah. I didn't meet the person. Stephen had met the person, the little, little girl, and he was describing it to me. I'm like, that's so fucking beautiful that first of all that she's being herself and that her parents are open and like sure whatever like you are what you are it doesn't matter like oh and that just that so solidifies to me not this isn't what this email's about but it solidifies (laughs) to me that you are born and you feel a certain way and sometimes how you feel and how what's physically on your body don't match and that can be a big problem so you want to you want those two to match. Yeah, that's why I don't set out outfits the day before work. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to feel like wearing tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. It's true. <laughs> this email, um, I know we don't do like trigger warnings and stuff, but I was pretty jarred by it. But I was also oddly like um, glad was, glad the person emailed us. I was like proud. Yeah, I was like I proud was, of the person for being so honest. Yeah, I was. Um, so so yeah, uh, this one is this is this is a doozy. Um The subject is, I want to rape a girl. Hi, I'm a 28-year-old male. I've been married for nine years, and I come from a religiously conservative background since I was a child. I don't know how this manifested, but I do know that I have a strong desire to drug and sexually assault a girl I know. I know it's wrong. This girl is a family friend that trusts me, and her family does as well. I can say that I didn't feel bad about it at all until your interview with Blair Saki. I want to make it clear that I'm not someone who has no respect for women. I am a feminist. I know women should be treated with equality. But for some reason, when it comes to sex, I just have a mental blind spot. It's like my sexual passion trumps any negative effects on, on, the, uh, on the woman. It's pretty much animalistic how I feel about sex. As I already mentioned, I have been married for nine years. My wife is the only woman I've even kissed. The religion doesn't make specific laws on what can and can't be done in bed, but I know that it limits what my wife feels comfortable doing. This is a this is despite the fact that I am a very sexual person. I eventually and I eventually I turn to porn. I am pretty sure that the porn has warped my idea of sex. So now I have this desire to drug this young girl with sleeping pills. I have taken steps to avoid this. When Blair said that she couldn't even talk about the sex stuff because it was so bad, I had a realization. I could finally feel someone's pain when it came to being taken advantage of sexually. In my mind, I thought that I could avoid penetration and that it would be no harm, no foul. But I know it's much worse than that. I'm not saying that the desire went away. I am arranging things so that I'm not alone with any girl in that setting. And I have to cut off porn. I guess I just wanted to write you because in one show you specifically mentioned 
how you like to talk to someone who has had this desire. I know I need help and I am in pursuit of it. This is not my real email address or my real name. If you have any ideas of how to overcome this, I would greatly appreciate advice. Also, I originally started listening to your podcast to get off, but it has actually helped me to have a more res- uh, have more respect and empathy for women. So thanks for that as well. Well, goddamn, I did ask. I did ask. <laughs> you did ask. Um, ask and you shall receive. Yeah. So I'm currently, I actually wrote him back. Um, right. Just to let him know. I know he said he's in pursuit of help and I'm, I'm trying to find resources. I know people who, who work in the field of sexuality and psychology and, sure. and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to get him some stuff. I try to do research on this my own. And I put into Google, like, I want to rape somebody or rape desires or how to quit. And it's, n- I mean, a lot of the stuff, the first like page they're all religious. Well, God wants. No, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not well, going to fucking help. It's very similar to pedophilia. And is a, there no, is no one's going to put that information out there. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to read this email because one, it's it's facet. It's 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 I mean, there are people listening right now who I'm sure feel the, something similar to this guy. Mm-hmm. Either they've done it or they haven't done it. I know he's not the only one. I wrote him back and I was like, you're not the only person that's feeling this, obviously in the world, but clearly like even people who listen, I just think it's very, it's scary to be that honest about it. You have to create a fake email account. It's just a more extreme rape fantasy. What the only part that I find truly alarming is the part where it's like, you know exactly who you want to do it to. And it's someone that you know, and that you're going to be around. And that goes, you know, that goes along with the statistics Mm -hmm. of it's usually someone the person knows. Right. Well, because it's just easier because there are going to be situations where you're around that person. Yeah. So, I mean, the the fact that this, you know, I mean, that girl that he's talking about exists and his desire exists. And it's like, it's great that he's making steps towards not uh, being in the room with her because it's that strong of a a desire. It's a little scary that it's that strong, but he's being honest. Any feeling that you have does not make you a monster. Acting on those feelings does make you a monster. And that's the difference. Yeah. And there are people like the This American Life episode that I quoted a long time ago when we interviewed Troy Allen who have pedophilic urges, for example, and don't act on them. Of course, And they're fucking heroes because, Jesus Christ, imagine living in that body with those thoughts and not being able... You you can't do anything about it because you know it's wrong. But then everyone's looking at you like you're a monster anyway if you are honest about it. And I would imagine that... I mean, especially depending on where this person lives. Like, if they live in places like New York City, I think they could find help a little bit more easily. But, like, to find a therapist who would be willing to sit with you and deal with this and, like, not be scared and be open-minded, I think is, is going to be tough. And that's yeah. why it's, like, you know, through our sexual resources to get the information yeah, well, uh, to him. Exactly. So, so I, I have people looking at links. If anybody listening, though, has uh, good resources that they want to recommend, uh, by all means, forward them to me and I'll compile them. Um, if anybody else also has is similar. I, I, every time we read an email about a specific issue, we always get waves of emails that are like, oh, the same thing happened to me. I'm curious. I'm really curious because this is how we prevent it from happening is we have an open conversation about it before it happens. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's and it's totally like, it, yeah. And like I said, like it's totally, you shouldn't feel, I don't think you should feel guilty for feeling these ways. I mean, like necrophilia is an actual thing that people get, yeah. or, you know, aroused from. It's like, a, it is a fetish, but like, but then you have to separate it and just know as a logical human, human being and someone who is not a sociopath like this is another human being this is not okay to do this is wrong you will destroy another person's life if you do that and you do not have the right to do that yeah and so yeah i mean there's so many like the context clues of like is this the religion a factor is i have we have i have no idea is the fact that your wife is the only person the first person you kissed i mean clearly 
you haven't been able to be sexual with other people. Is that, I don't know. I don't, if any, I mean, something this strong might be an actual chemical imbalance. Like the way a serial killer's brain is actually shaped differently. But he's not I'm acting not, on it though. I mean, it's very bold yeah, to like no, I know, catch but I mean, yourself. Before. I truly think like pedophilia is like, there's your, your brain is just, yeah. constructed differently with pedophilia yeah you're bad you're a bad person it just means you kind of got like ah, oh, you got a shitty you know you know you were dealt some shitty cards but this guy's 28 i don't know if the, i mean he didn't mention the age of the girl so i don't know oh yeah no no i'm not ta- oh. I'm, I'm talking about i this to me is a sim it's similar yeah. in that it is a sexual desire that is going to be shunned by society right and that is how it's similar to pedophilia well, but it's but it's interesting because also we can also we have porn with rape fantasies for sure that's widely no one's no, well, I mean, there's porn with kids getting fucked too. Oh, but I mean, that's like more God. like, yeah, I guess so. That's on the other internet. Yeah. But, but meaning though, this is like an accepted thing of like, yeah, this is a porn that people watch and everyone's, everyone's cool with that. Everyone's cool with, I mean, people usually aren't thing. getting drugged in those. So. Oh no, no, that's, 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 true. that's another thing like that I found to be like, but that's a con and that's a very common, uh, uh, way to get raped is being roofed. Right. Well, it, cause it, I mean, it, to me, the lifelessness uh, of a, of a drug body pointed a lot to some, like he might like, to me, was like oh you might be a necrophiliac like that oh. that's why oh. I connected all those things whatever it is I mean I think it's like I think it's important to be able to talk about something especially when you know it's wrong and you're you need to stop it yeah the completely different thing to act on it and uh it's but it always makes me sad when we get emails like this um it, it's nice that people feel like they can share this with us but it's like this is someone who needs help way beyond yeah. what we can provide he said he's seeking help which is great I know. I'm cur- I'm actually curious where. Yeah. Well, from. I I emailed him back and I actually asked him a bunch of questions. And I yeah. was like, if you don't mind answering these, because I'm I'm curious. Right. Because um, I would love to figure out any way to prevent rape. Right. And what people's responses to be with would be to that. Like how I can't even imagine like calling a therapist's office and being like, "Hey, I have a problem. I want to like rape people." Like I think they might even think it was like a joke. Maybe. I mean a good therapist would listen and figure it out. I, I, of course you oh, have moral yeah. dilemmas in your life that are personal to your existence. But, uh, I mean, if I was a sex therapist, I'd be like, yes, I want to fucking see this guy. And like, I would be excited to get to the bottom of it and figure it out. Well, it's super, it's a super specialty though. Cause I, I, uh, sometimes problems on the podcast that are bigger than, uh, you or I, which is right. almost all of them. A lot of them are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we try to help. Well, I asked Tommy <laughs> because he is getting, you know, his, oh, yeah. So I asked him about it. I mean, his specialization is in, uh, gay males, but there, he certainly has, uh, a, a more of an understanding uh, than us and you know so we'll reach out yeah figure it out and uh thanks for emailing and uh we have a great guest today we do. she's wonderful she's a midwestern gal she's a comedian she's a writer she is co-host of the comedian project please give a warm welcome to katie hannigan Do. It makes me wanna break some shit and sniff some glue. 
Jonesy oh my God. in Soho, and she used, talk, the day. she used to talk about how you were a preschool teacher, and I remember like this really pretty girl with long hair came in with an Australian girl, oh, with Kelly and she's a teacher, and yeah. that's how I... That was like the first thought I ever had about you. And then we were talking about that earlier about teaching preschool that you don't anymore. Oh, thank God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm free. What? Uh, the, the kids, oh, preschool age are so, so cute though. Oh my God. They're really cute. But you know, it's like always something. It's like I was saying, it's very high energy. Like we had a girl who was like intentionally pissing her pants every day for like <laughs> intentionally. months. She was doing it to get to garner attention for herself. Oh, and so then we were like, well, I guess if we just ignore her and maybe she'll stop. But then it's like, well, smells like piss in here. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to clean that up? You got that, Lisa? And you can get like a vagina rash, too, if you like let someone sit in their own urine for too long. Yeah, yeah. You can't let them sit in their own urine. I mean, that would (laughs) be cruel. It's like a little neglectful. Did did your did her parents know? They were very overwhelmed by her behavior. They were they were the sweetest family, you know, but it's like oh. the daughter was a, a bit precocious. Oh. <laughs> you know how they get those little that's what they call a young lady daughter who's like a bitch. <laughs> 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 like she, oh she's a little <laughs> that's great no but I, I feel like i feel like any like most bad kids like not bad like that you have like weapons and shit but like if you're bad in that you just act out that those people usually come from a sweet family because they're not getting disciplined properly. yeah they're like well this is boring well a lot of the, up. A spare a the rest the, the child yeah exactly a lot of the families they were like yuppies you know and you could just mm. tell by the parents that they have never like babysat or anything and they had kids and they're like oh what the fuck <laughs> it like poops and pees and runs around you're oh, like yeah do stuff. well hand them over 20 <laughs> grand a year thank you when, when i was in i think it was in, i was in preschool i remember uh a kid whipped out his penis and started just playing with it like just like to himself <laughs> but Hell like yeah. and i remember that was i think that was the first time i think i might have accidentally saw my brother's penis before that but that was one of the first times i saw a penis and i was like what is that? Do you have kids that uh, whip it out? I had, well, I have a joke about this actually, but one time I took a little boy to the bathroom and I, I was like helping him, you know, button his little pants or whatever. And Aww. he was like, he was like, my penis is tickling. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? And he was like, he, I was like, I was like, let's just fix the pants. And he's like, no, I like it. Oh. And then he goes, he goes, Aww. sometimes I tickle it back. Oh. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Good for you. That's oh what you do God. in your private time. I know that was the day I forgot my rape whistle. So. <laughs> but it is true. That's why we should, I think like, you know, there are countries that start just like really like working you in slowly to sex education from like kindergarten. Yeah. And that makes sense because it's like, you have all these things in your on your body and you don't know like why they're there really or what they do oh yeah i remember like looking in my vagina as a kid being like what (laughs) the fuck is supposed to why like what and then sometimes it hurts or it is itchy or it does tingle and you're like why is it doing that i mean i when i was in kindergarten i the teacher walked out of the room and i 100 flashed my boobs to the entire class (laughs) which is not as as exciting as it would be now i mean just very flat (laughs) it would be like little tiny nips (laughs) it would be more exciting But I was like, yeah, I was like wearing like this little crop top. And then uh, I don't even know why. Ooh, what I a mean, slutty little kid. Well, little it was impulse. Yeah. It was just kind <laughs> of like it's showtime. You know? <laughs> what can I do to get attention? Right that now? was Corinne's showtime it's before. Sh- well, it's funny because when I was a little kid, I did like attention a lot. And then 
like I think maybe around middle school that just stopped and I was like please no one look at me ever unless I'm in a play oh yeah like I just hated talking to people I think I wore it out I was gonna say did something traumatic happen or you're like this is boring no I used to say like hi to everyone in the supermarket until they would say hi back to me and like that do that couldn't yeah that couldn't be any further from who I am now so (laughs) I think I just went over my quota very young and then that was the end so what was you like as a kid well um I learned about sex pretty early because my mom had my brother my mom was in nursing school so she like told me everything and we watched miracle of life oh so you were your brother's younger my brother is four three and a half years younger so I was like three years old watching miracle of life and I like thought it was so fun and there's a part that I remember vividly where they talk about sperms and like some sperms can have two heads and two tails and I was just like I would just go around and be like, um, you know, some sperms can have two heads. And people were like, oh, what? <laughs> You're like a little boy talking about like the difference between a Tyrannosaurus and a, like all the like, you know, little kids yeah. have these weird, weird dinosaur like, knowledge. I know facts. about sperm. I know a lot about sperm. <laughs> what yeah. is this movie? What I've never heard oh, of the it. miracle of life. It's a Nova movie where they have like <laughs> it was made in the 80s. OK, so the technology probably now looks really bootleg, but they basically put <laughs> cameras inside the pee hole from what I think. I remember they put it in the dude's pee hole and then they like follow the sperm from the testes into the lady and like watch it fertilize the egg. And then they watch the baby grow. And this is real. This is not cartoon. It's totally real. It's all you can see like the baby. And then the only kind of disturbing part, spoiler alert, is when the baby's like crowning. You see the woman's vagina like splitting open. Basically. Yeah. Okay. That's the part we saw. I watched the birth video. Maybe it was that video. Yeah. Yeah, They show it in health class to like deter you from getting knocked up when you're 15. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, once they they go through like the trouble of putting a camera in a pee hole, I think they were like, we're going to do this once in the 80s. We're not going to do it again. (laughs) One time. Only in the 80s, guys. (laughs) And you know, it was like a huge camera too, because that was 30 years ago. Oh, Ouch. Ouchie. Did your mom have you watch? She had you watch that video along with her? I think so. Okay. That seems right. Yeah. And did you have any questions? Or were you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, cool. Now I know. I get it. Oh, I was you like weren't- a nerdy little kid. You know, I was like really into... Because my mom was in medical school, so we would talk about, like, organs and stuff. Oh. (laughs) My mom has, like, no filter, so she basically would just, like, tell me random stuff that I really shouldn't know as a (laughs) child, and then I'd go around, like, spouting it out. Like, I remember when I was, like, six or seven, she told me the whole story of Sybil. Remember that story? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, And I was, like, like, really just She got real pissed. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. And then, do you? so you knew very early on that a penis goes in a vagina. I think I don't because that part was not clear to me until very late in life I think I did know that I think that was totally like I got it were you did you use tampons when you were a kid I couldn't get them in my little tiny cocoon. Oh. Me neither, girl. It was so embarrassing. And my I, my mom was just like, just shove it in. And I was like, I can't. And I could never fucking go swimming. Well, I did. That's I had the most stereotypical 12 years old going to my friend Paige's pool party at the community pool. And then I couldn't. I was like crying. But I didn't know where to put it. I, I didn't know. even know. It's not holes. clear that there are two holes down there, guys. I and I mean, I'm 30. And I will say well, there's that three. I've learned. Well, the butt. I'm not going to put it in my butthole. You might. It's close. Like, but the thing is, because I like even now, like I will go through like three sometimes until I oh, get really? it right, and I'm just like, wow, there's gonna be a lot of 
blood in the garbage can. Sorry, roommate. Even when I put on tampons now, it's not like I know exactly what I'm doing. It's just like I gotta di- I gotta feel around for a little bit. Well, still. I know where the hole is. It's like to, to make the to get it out of the applicator is sometimes difficult because like if you don't push it up all the way and then pull it, it comes out. Oh again. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 that's a real fun. <laughs> Sorry to everyone. You're ladies. like walking around outside and you're like something's wrong. Oh, when the tampon <laughs> uh, f- uh, prairie dogs it. Ah, <laughs> ah, that sucks. Boop, boop. But and then, then you're it's like, gross when you pee it, and then the pee gets on the string. Well, that's why oh, I move, never keep it in when I pee. Sh- oh, I, I move the string I hold away. It some, yeah, I hold a string sometimes, like but then, away. But then, oh, this is real sad. My pee's wild. I'm like, is though. the urethra? <laughs> it's like, on, like when you're going from you know my belly button, and then you're like making your way to the butthole, for example, that little journey. The the urethra is first. It's pee hole. Tampon hole, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Tampon hole. Okay. They should. Just, if anybody's listening to this with children, and you want to give them the talk. Just play them this, because you know yeah. I, we're fine. It well, is a hole. We're, it's a hole. We're adults, and like this is why you need to talk to your kids about sex. <laughs> yeah, don't just be like ram it in. <laughs> just shove it in until it fits. Um, what was your? Did you? Were you an early masturbator? Oh, yeah. I was like, well, because I went to a Catholic school, I would like have masturbation like desires. But I was because of Catholic school. Well, no, no. Because I went there, I was like afraid of the Lord, like, you know, smiting me. (laughs) So I would just like I would just like do other weird stuff. Like I wouldn't masturbate, but I'd like put like I had a bunch of dress up clothes. I like wrap myself in like scarves and stuff and and just like kind of be in my room like naked, like hanging out. you know. (laughs) And my mom would come in and she'd be like, what the hell are you doing? One time I had a slumber party. Oh, well, because I, um, I like had a slumber party with my little Catholic school girlfriends, right? And yeah. then we were like, let's do hot photos or whatever. <laughs> and then I think I had like found like a Playboy or something in my like house. And so I was like, oh, I know. And Ooh. so we were taking all these, like we like put on all this makeup. We're like taking oh. all these photos of like the sleeve off. And my mom developed the photos and she was like, she told me <laughs> she get arrested a couple for years child ago, pornography? Just a couple of years ago, she was like, I saw those. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and she was like i was so afraid that the photo place was gonna arrest well me. you're supposed to i used to work at a cbs oh, photo really? and we had to call the cops on trial there was trial <gasps> really? porn oh yeah, yeah yeah oh that's terrible and there were things that were questionable but you had to call the pope well, we didn't do any nips i mean it oh, was that- tasteful <laughs> no nips it was tasteful well thank god your cousins didn't work at the photo department at pathmark like mine did uh because i took like when i was like four i loved four being, i loved being naked and so there was this like infamous picture of me with like a hulk hogan uh, a bandana around my head. I'm wearing sunglasses, shirt off, fan like a like an Asian fan covering my coach, and I'm just like posing. And I, Bad. my cousins, like used to look through my photos when we got them developed, like because they're like, oh, it's family, but it's also like, um, these that- are my personal photos, and we could tell because they were all out of order. I mean, we used to get doubles, but they were like all messed up oh, out of order. So we jerks! Like, and we knew they were looking at them. They would like make side comments on it. Did they comment on that photo? Of you? I mean, probably, but maybe it's better that it was my family because. My mom and dad didn't get arrested. <laughs> or if it was a stranger, I'd be like, I'm going to keep this for later. Oh, God. That would have been shows up on the yeah, internet and then one day. show up now. Yeah. I mean, you were four. No one else is going to give a shit except the... the- Wait, I mean, what, if I, could I post that? If it's, Can you post young naked photos of yourself? Yeah, that's a, it's a free country. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. People are so weird these days. But then the thing is, someone might screenshot or save it for their own enjoyment if they're a pedophile. 
Oh, but like, see, you know, you that, always risk is that, that fueling pedophilia. I, oh, or, good or point. Good point. Is yeah. it giving them something to take their mind off of actually committing a horrible act in real life? Right. Because I was like, well, I'm an adult now, so I don't mind because I'm like, TBT. To them. You got to do a TBT. <laughs> well, you know, when people post pictures of their kids on Facebook in like bathtubs, I'm like, I mean, I feel like it's like, yeah, it makes me feel uncomfortable, too. But then it makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable. But then I feel bad for feeling uncomfortable. Like a oh, fucking relax, Christina. It's a child like children should be naked. They but should then the be certain people ruining for everyone. But it's like you just don't need every photo on Facebook. That's the bigger point. Like only yeah. you think your kid in a basin in a sink is adorable. <laughs> like it's not. Oh, dude, when I get like married and have babies, I'm not putting it on Facebook at all. And then everyone's going to be so shocked. Be like, I had no idea. I'm like, well, maybe you should live off the Internet. Wait, you're <laughs> wait. So no one's going to know you're married or have kids. No one's going to know when I get engaged. I mean, we'll see. I say this now. Maybe I'll, that's the first thing I do. But like the first thing people post when they something big happens oh, like in their this life. ring photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So annoying. I know. It's so ridiculous. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm not going to tell anybody. Do you have kids and you're saying that? No. You oh. a secret? Yes. Surprise. Three of them. But anyway. So you only had naked, you only had naked shoulders in your nudie kid pics. That's right. We kept it a little tasteful. That's, but yeah, my mom that is tasteful. You are from the Midwest. So. Yeah, I'm from the Midwest. Did she have a, oh, she didn't talk to you about it until much later on? Much later. Yeah. This was like a couple of years ago when she like had a flashback over a glass of, you know, Pinot Noir. <laughs> we we talked through it. But but yeah, I think we were always doing like little weird slumber party stuff where it's like, let's dress up sexy. You know, yeah. we'd like put on the Spice Girls and be oh, like, yes, I'm going to do this. This dance is my now. tube top. Whoopsies. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, you put your top of your shirt through the the bottom of your shirt through yes. the top, and you make a fucking oh, hair shirt. Yeah, yes. that was hot, like a goddamn bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in high school, I always had like crushes on my teachers and stuff. I did too. Yeah, and yeah. I probably did. You try and act on one of them ever? I did, I did but once. I think I was like so weird. It probably like never even like occurred to the dude that I was sitting <laughs> on him. I was probably like, hey, what would your superpower be if you could have a superpower? <laughs> That was you hitting on a teacher. I was so weird in high school. I did, when I was in college, I sent an anonymous Valentine's note to my astronomy professor who I had a burning desire for. You would lo- be in love with your astronomy so professor. It was so nerd. I put, I put, I think you're one in a million, but I I wrote it in scientific notation. Oh my God. Wait, yes, what does you that did. Mean? One in one times 10 to the six. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's adorable. Do you think he would have liked that? That was he the type of nerdy professor that would have enjoyed that. I think he was actually really um, disturbed by it because I noticed him. (laughs) I worked at the observatory. I was like one of the telescope operators, (laughs) and then I noticed for like the next couple of days he seemed like very nervous. And then I was like, at the time I was like, oh, he probably just didn't want to lose his job. But now I'm like, no, he. I look like a child, so he probably was not attracted to my little boy body. (laughs) But also maybe he was just like no one had ever had a crush on him before maybe yeah maybe that made it feel real good i always invite him to my comedy shows dr murphy if you're out there please (laughs) please come out is he handsome or you just loved his personality i have kind of a weird taste in men but (laughs) he's unconventionally handsome (laughs) who yeah what kind of guys have you dated because you're okay katie for all of you that don't know is you're beautiful girl oh thank you you're very nerdy and you have like, but in the <laughs> cutest way, like it, you're very smart, but like you wouldn't know unless you get to know you. Like, I didn't know you were nerdy until, I mean, really recently where you just talked about scientific theory and shit, yeah, but, yeah. but you're today. very smart <laughs> and you're beautiful and you're cool. And you, I feel like everyone's in love with you all the time. I have a weird taste. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sexually attracted to Paul Giamatti, you know, so that I totally oh, makes get sense that. now, Katie. I really yeah, love him. It makes sense. Yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> he makes so a like, lot of sense now. I've dated guys who are like conventionally handsome and I'm always kind of like, 
Ugh. Ugh, yeah. yeah, like gross, you know? Oh, yeah, because your last boyfriend was pretty conventionally handsome, I would say, right? The writer? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, mm-hmm. he's engaged now, by the way. Are Good. you fucking kidding yeah, me? We'll he get just to that in a second. Jesus yeah. Christ, oh, I'm so no. angry right now. I don't know I anything know. about oh, that. Please. I'm we sorry, will. I didn't mean to bring that up. No, it's okay. No, he he was conventionally handsome. I I felt like I was attracted to him, but he was also really short. So he had he had that. He was. Kind of I mean, how different. short is really short? He was 5'3". Oh, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he was pretty short. That's like me. But you dated him. Yeah, so, I like short guys. I find that they try hear harder. that short guys because yeah. <laughs> they have I find to. that they try harder in the vagina department. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're good at eating girls out. Uh, yeah, I've like never come having sex with a tall guy. What Wait, a statement, Katie. Short guys know, are better in bed. Oh, this my is God. amazing. Are you we yeah. need to spread this to the world because a lot of times guys will email us like, I'm sure. Like, a, a, the, uh, one of the issues is like, girls don't give me a chance because sh- I'm short or I'll, they'll see me in real life after seeing me on Tinder. No, they and have be like, a chip Ugh. on their shoulder, but that's also why I like them. You know, <laughs> I have a joke that's like, I don't, I'm like, oh, I love a short man. I'm like, actually, I love an angry guy. Because you know? <laughs> they're all like so angry. Oh, is the chip about. <laughs> being rejected because I of their think height they feel short dudes feel that tall dudes exclude them and they also like make fun of them to they their can't face see them. do tall dudes yeah. do that they do oh, i think it's mean. like it's just like bro affection you know oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, but it would be like if girls like if we made fun of like a fat girl and we're like oh, you're so fat diane <laughs> oh that's you horrible know? yeah I, yeah I, and i think don't like, we do that well no. not, not to their faces my god <laughs> diane oh, my god. i would never i was like i don't but i mean i i I mean, people I mean, do for sure. Well, I, I have friends that are uh, really overweight and like we talk about it in person. Oh, I prefer overweight friends because they're always down to eat. Fucking that's like, I, yeah. I actually had, oh, that's that was on my to-do list. Finding a fat friend. I'm not even fucking with you. Well, I just listened to that podcast about the, the girl's book about being fat. Julia... Uh, no, I can't remember her name. I know who you're talking about the one who was just like, you know, who's, it's on her on a couch and like a white thing. It's yeah. not Lindy Wet. Lindy, 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 Lindy Oh, West. Lindy West. Yes. That's, oh, that's a different, okay. I'm oh thinking about God. a different yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. I love Lindy West. Yeah, and I, I mean, listening to that, I was like, yeah, I totally agree with her. Well, she, she talked about uh, working for Dan Savage and Dan Savage and saying- like dehumanizing fat people. Dehum- like really negative comments, but like we say things here that are jokes, but honestly, one of the reasons why we joke about it is because I have friends that are overweight and we joke about it all the time like they joke about it to we me make fun of everyone, but no one hates fat people more than attractive gay men i will say that really oh that god is so yes. weird it, it like yes. disturbs them yes. yeah and she like tried to explain it to dan and dan kind of seemed like eh, it whatever pulses them because i mean like we've talked really? about it before it's a very aesthetically based uh like kind of culture like the hot yeah. gay guys like hot hot gay dudes are even worse than hot girls which, who, oh, which are really bad oh yeah. god or who are pretty bad yeah yeah mm-hmm. Well, I'm cool with everybody. Me too. Oh, fucking. I mean, I'm not cool with most people, but it's not based on weight. <laughs> well, see, that's that's just as as a, that's equality as well. You yeah. need everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It has nothing to do with you know being fat or whatever. I usually yeah. pre- do like prefer fat people. I like them because because the eating. Yeah, thing. yeah. You probably hate <laughs> going on vacations with me. I'm like, I'll eat a little seed. Well, the good thing <laughs> I'm about, full. Well, you do eat. You eat frequently. I eat like though, a bird. Yeah. But I just know that when we're at a restaurant, Corinne, get you need to. Store up. <laughs> I remember one time, like we, Christina, like she, you'll, you're good at eating in the day, but then yeah. you, you don't do dinner a lot. Yeah, I don't really eat. Dinner. And then one time we just didn't get to dinner, and then in the morning I was like, I need to get like eat a sandwich like now at like nine because like we just didn't eat dinner last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Nashville, I ordered pancakes and an omelet. 
Oh. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. And I was like, Chris is going to be real proud of me. That I have to good. eat pretty frequently. Yeah, I eat all like I eat all the time, but it's just very little bits. You have a sweet tooth, which I oh, love. I love, love sweet stuff. <laughs> Love sweet stuff so much. <laughs> you're like, I'll eat, like, you're eating dinner, like, I'll have a cookie. Wait, yeah, so yeah. back to the guys you date. So, oh, short okay. guys, this is so fascinating that short guys are more attentive to women in oh, bed. Totally. How many short guys have you dated? Mm, a lot. Enough to know. Enough, enough to know. I mean, I would consider anybody um, 5'10 or under short. Okay. Five, oh, wow. Really? really? Yeah. So I would Stephen short. I, I'd say, actually, the guys I've dated who are like 5'10 are like, Mm, not as good as the guys who I've dated who are like under five seven. Yeah, nice. I was like, well, I, I, that would make sense to Anybody me. Anybody over six feet is like, oh, well, I'm tall. So it's there's tall. that. I have a penis. <laughs> That's so funny because that's not my experience, but because I was like the worst person in bed was a short guy for me. But oh, well, it was I mean, also because of his dick. Like it well, just wasn't there really. <laughs> yeah, I've I've always dated <laughs> middle height guys oh like really five eight five nine i yeah. think but that to me i mean i I've couldn't date a tall guy tall for me i couldn't do it because i'm like i i, I feel like we're not equals even I know, though we he are looks like you're like dad or something he's all big and stuff it's gross well like, i mean that makes sense my because my dad's six six so it's probably like a dad some kind of a dad complex like yeah. and my bro, every all the men in my life are very tall oh, when really? kim yeah. kardashian dated chris humphreys i remember just seeing pictures of them like randomly you know in magazines and i'm like that how do you enjoy that you're like two different species. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You got to climb them. And then he's got to bend down. Like, I don't know. Also, I just... like, I don't like to date a guy with like a huge penis because oh, me, it hurts yeah. my vagina. Yeah. No, Do you have a like, tiny vagina? Uh, a tina? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I like have never measured it compared to. I, I mean, like a guy with like a penis that's like slightly above average. Yeah. You know, that's all that I need. But like I when I was in college, I was dating this guy who was six, three for several years. And like whenever we'd have sex, it was just like, I mean, probably because like he didn't know what he was doing also. Yeah. I was just did he have like, a big uh, dick? He did. Yeah, it was a lot of friction. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rug burn down a there. A lot of rug burn. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what happened with this other boyfriend that? Oh, yeah. No, Do you yeah. not want to talk about it? So, I mean, how long were you dating your previous boyfriend for? Because um, you weren't you living together at one time? No, no, oh, no. Oh, no. you just were. Okay. You're, we were dating each other for about nine months when things got bad. And then we stayed together for another seven months, maybe. Is he short or medium? He's short. That's the guy who just got engaged. He's totally short. But we're friends, though. So I don't want to say anything shitty about oh, him. Okay. <laughs> Even though I may have said something to you personally before. No, that's fine. But, well, no, it was more like kind of like, what are your feelings? Like, it's so interesting, especially like in this age of social media that we have to watch our exes get engaged. Did you have oh, like a yeah. he particular reaction? He told me that they oh, were going to get engaged. We had brunch a couple months ago when he came into town. We always like see each other, That's which nice. is so nice. And he, he kind of told me. But I mean, even when I saw it on Facebook, I still like felt my heart kind of drop, you know, because. Did you still have feelings or was it, did it, the relationship towards, end abruptly? Um. Well, it. He basically told me he didn't really like me anymore. Uh, and then we kind of still saw each other for like a little while after that. But it just, we were just, we're not right for each other on a bunch yeah. of levels. But I was like clinging to it, you know, especially because I find it so hard to date people as a comedian. And to have so, them understand the schedule and just it, yeah, understand how funny I am, you know, because that's like the, the big part of it. If they don't laugh at me, yeah, I can't touch it's like you. Like you don't understand. 
you know, they're like, oh, good sir. I'm like, you don't fucking You're know. You're like, I'm fucking brilliant about. and you have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Right. No, but that is true. That's not, I mean, they need to understand like the importance of humor and good humor versus bad humor versus, you know, nice yeah. to have a gauge on well, that. Well, that's why my boyfriend now, I mean, he gets it. Yeah, he does. I love him. <laughs> he's short. Is he short? He's short, right? He's short. Yeah. Well, he's, he's five, such a good dude. Six, five, seven, maybe. Yeah. Oh. He's so cute. Maybe Steven's taller than that. I think five, five eight. eight and up is like, average yeah. until you get to six and then six and up is tall maybe he's five six i'm not sure he's I, like he's like i mean i don't know i feel like he's like a little taller than me when sure girls guys always lie about their height too though oh, that's they true. always round it up because you could be like i mean oh. i can't tell either way if you say you're six foot and you're five five obviously that's a little discrepancy <laughs> right yeah. but i can't like i i know girls like i remember when i was especially when i was in college and high in high school even too like i want to date a guy's like Five nine, five ten. I'm like, I don't care. I want him to be a nice person. Yeah, seriously. I never had that. Uh, Buy me flowers, thing. bitch. Yeah. Well, I don't understand on Tinder why, like, it's just like, yes, height is such a huge deal. I mean, I'm like, unless you have, like, you are actually a little person where I need to like change things in my home for you, <laughs> which I'm still open to, but I just like That's give me nice. a heads up. I think yeah. guys make more of a issue of it than girls because guys, I mean, obviously if a dude's getting rejected on Tinder, he needs to justify it to himself more than his face is ugly. So he'll be like, oh, well, must because I'm short. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I had a friend who was Indian and he would always go on a tirade about how like white girls didn't want to date him. I set him up with my friend. Indian guys are the hottest though. He was hot. He fucked her and then never called her. Oh, what a jerk. And was like going on about how like white girls wouldn't date him. I was like, what about? Yeah. What did he say? about Shannon? Yeah. What did he say about (laughs) Shannon? I don't know. He just never, I don't. It was a mess. Oh, it was a mess. I mean, well, then I felt like I had to cut off the friendship, you know? Right. Because then that's kind of, was Shannon, was the girl like, hey, is he going to call me back or what? Like, where, did you get find yourself she, being stuck in the middle? She was like, oh, she was like, well, I asked him to buy me a sandwich in the morning and he did. So I don't know what, where we went wrong. <laughs> oh, I was like, no, Because okay. in his head, he's probably like, no, you're supposed to make the sandwich. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. you can hump and dump someone, but you don't hump and dump someone that your friend referred to you. Hump and dump. I know. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, well, because uh, it's like a, I don't know. <laughs> it's a great phrase. <laughs> hump and dump. I've never heard I've of heard that. Bang, oh, really? bang and hang. I listen to a lot of, hang. a lot of, pop punk in my early years (laughs) these are great phrases you guys yeah wow well because that's the thing like you like it's like when someone refers you for a job like you gotta just be a little bit more well behaved when a friend hooks you up with one of their friends you can't just be a complete asshole connection have you had a lot of experiences with guys having crushes on you and that you need to like Yes. I feel like you do. You get a lot of stalkers. I'm very, well, I don't really get that many stalkers, but because I like, um, shut it down pretty quickly, I have like a technique that I use. What's your technique? Well, I mean, I, I think that guys seem to think I'm really accessible because I'm like a comedian, you know, and I'm also... I'm like an eight. I'm not like a 10, you know? So they're and like- And you wear glasses. Yeah, they're yeah, like, the glasses. oh, I can get her, you know? So <laughs> I've had like a lot of guys just like come on to me randomly. And I have two techniques I'll use. If they're like trying to like, um, 
you know, uh, go beat around the bush, you know, and they'll be like, oh, I was thinking of you. I'll just completely change this. I'll continually change the subject every mm-hmm. time they try to like, and then I'll, I'll just be like, oh my God, uh, uh, earlier today, I, I thought I left my gas on. It was so weird, you know, just like bring up a totally <laughs> random subject. Do they get it most of the time? Does it work? No, no, they never do. But then I kind of like, I'm kind of like out, you know, right. it's, it's like a safety, you know, so they never directly ask me out so I never have to like directly say no yeah so but if somebody's being direct I'm just like I would never date you Oh, you say that? Yeah, I'm like, I would, I'm like, that's I would more never direct than you. I thought you'd be. Oh, totally. Well, that's I mean, you great, though. He's a fucking monster, and she doesn't seem like one. No, but I, you should I'm be direct. Beast. Yeah, cut it, cut it out as as soon as you can, just so that they don't get the wrong impression. Well, too. this is that's what respectful. I do. This is what I do right after it, though, because I don't want to damage like the friendship or make them feel bad. I'm always like super nice right after. You know, yeah. I'm like, and then I, then I, I'm like, you want to go get a muffin? Yeah, I'm like, I would never date you, but and then I kind of just like, I'm. I don't know. I feel like just from doing stand up, I'm really good at kind of recovering from. <laughs> <laughs> well, know? especially too, if they are a comic, I would imagine like they could take it. They could take honesty. Yeah. But sometimes do male comedians can be sensitive. Oh, I don't know. Male com- I was like, male comedians probably can take it the worst. Well, I, But then yeah. I know some of them that you can be so direct and honest with it. And it's so refreshing and wonderful. So I don't know. You never know what you're going to get. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess there are those comedians who are just used used to rejection. And then there's those that will never be used to rejection. Sometimes, though, if it's a regular person, if it's somebody I don't know and I'm getting hit on, I like don't register that it's happening. Oh, really? Like That happens to me often, too. Like once I was um, in Whole Foods and this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, do you know where they have like littler cheeses? And I was like, I don't fucking work here. I was so offended. And then I was telling somebody that and they were like, yeah, that guy was trying to hit on me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, all day I was like, do I fucking look like I work at Whole Foods? <laughs> like what happened? I cut my hair or something. God. <laughs> <laughs> or it's happened like another time I was in some sketch with some guy and he was like, oh, can I read you this poem I wrote? I was like, uh, okay. What? He read me this like four page poem. And I was just like, I was like, it's really great. You know, I was like, whatever. I wasn't even really paying attention. And then I told it, I told that story to my boyfriend. He was like, yeah, that guy was trying to get you to like make out with him and be like, oh, I love your poem. I was like, oh, I just thought he like needed attention. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, a four page poem. I would never sit through that shit. Well, unless Edgar Allan Poe himself got back from the dead and or was like, Sylvia Plath what's up I know I kept trying to be like oh it's really good well anyway and he just kept like going on with the poem wait like, uh-huh. next page was he, he really was, selling it to you he was blocking the door oh, <laughs> oh see now that scared that would scare me yeah <laughs> but I just feel like I feel like you I feel like everyone thinks you're like you're very hot and I didn't know if you knew or not do you I, know yeah how is that I don't want to talk about that I do but I like I couldn't live with myself like thinking of myself as a hot person you know yeah. so I mean like my self image is more like just like a regular lady you know <laughs> I just I I can't like look in the mirror and be like wow I'm so hot I like look at do myself and I'm like I gotta I have all these things I need to do <laughs> I do can't hot, I don't have time do yeah. hot people say, like sometimes I'll stare at myself in the mirror but only if like I'm doing makeup or my hair like I'll be in front of the mirror a while if I'm fixing up myself, I'm trying to like make a certain look in my like aesthetically. But do you think hot people just like stare at themselves and they're like, yeah, I think I'm some hot. do and some don't. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad if you do. I think sometimes unattractive you. You people look in the mirror and say, yeah, I mean, like there are days when I'm like, wow, you fucking got real lucky. And then some days I'm like, yeah, I can't even believe that you leave the house. Yeah, some like, days same. I'll like sit in front of the mirror naked and like stick out my belly as far as I can. And after like a crazy meal, like it goes out far. Oh, and yeah. 
it's like I'm pregnant. Oh, I do that all the time. I love it. Well, I love because it it's fun to it's pretend funny. that you're going to be pregnant like when I have no intentions of ever being there. So I'm like, well, I, I got it. This is, food, baby. this is what yeah. it must be like. I understand it. I mean, there have been times when, well, I remember one time I like wasn't seeing anybody for a while and I, I kind of was feeling like, a, you know, I'm kind of like mousy, you know, and then I ended up seeing this guy and it like flipped the switch and I was like all of a sudden started feeling really sexy and I was Ugh. like, yeah, I was like looking in the mirror myself naked. I was like, whoa, I got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. It's I like, do you that want too. this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you fucking did. Don't do you have any like ass. things that you do when you need to like give yourself like an emotional like pep talk, or do you have any like? <laughs> oh my god, I feel like you like did some every really single funny day. Things. Yeah, I look at I myself mean, in the in the mirror and like look in my eyes. I'm like Christina. You can oh, you do pump it. yourself up. Oh hell yeah, and it works. I listen to a lot of Pitbull. You know, it's just very <laughs> inspirational. Yeah, you know? he's I'm the like, mayor of I'm Miami. Take my life from a negative to positive. <laughs> but you know, I have like all these. Why well, have a positivity crystal that I like charge of, with positive energy? Of course, energy. you do. No, how do you charge it? You just hold it and I'm think just positive like, things. I'm just like, ah. you know, I charge. Okay. I just try to think like the best thoughts I can and visualize myself like you know doing really great things and I try to think about the things that I want in my life and you know think about the things that I'm really grateful to have in my life it's yeah. super it's super That's effective cool. yeah. yeah well positivity I think positive thinking and stuff can change yeah some, anyone's life like it's such a quick thing to like boost you up yeah yeah it's it's interesting too you can get caught in like negative manners of thinking well, I mean yeah. unless like all your family is dead then you probably have like a reason what, but you, you still have to be positive. To be, you still have to be, Oprah, to be like, well, says, Oprah says it's your choice. It is your choice. And mm. Oprah's a goddamn angel. And I don't she's know if I right on a lot of stuff. With that, but what if you have actual clinical depression? Well, yeah. All right. So maybe not all <laughs> the time. depression, though. I mean, I have struggled with depression for years, but I think a, a lot of times when I go through like a bad period of depression, it's because I'm not taking care of myself. Well, I like do drugs and stuff sometimes, you know? <laughs> well, like, like what kind, though? Well, like, you know, shrooms or like cocaine every, oh i was gonna say know, cocaine can then. can do can make you like fuck depressed. up your body yeah. and you're like not sleeping right and then you go through like a long period of like not taking care of yourself yeah. then you're gonna be depressed but if you can like recognize the signs and kind of like kind of be like oh oopsies or like maybe don't drink for like right. another two days give you your know? body what it needs rest and like because sometimes you gotta mope for a day or whatever yeah. Well, you I mean, know? wait, so have you been on antidepressants? No, no, I've never taken anything like that. Okay. So, but is it, is it like a, have you been diagnosed with clinical depression or is it like yeah. people? Yeah, people I get have, depression. but it's like, I mean, you can, anybody could get that diagnosis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I know. I always think about it. It's like anyone just could like, get an ADD diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. You just have to go and talk to somebody and be like, I'm sad. You right. <laughs> well, but I mean, there is a difference. And that's what I always get confused about, because I like I do certainly get depressed sometimes. But I'm just like, I don't think I don't think it is clinical depression. But you never you never like sit at home and don't take care of yourself. Mm, I mean, I've sometimes never... I'll stay in bed all weekend. Like, I did well, that it's weekend. I think it's yeah, the but difference that's... between getting depressed for like a weekend or being depressed for like months. Right. I it's... mean, like, there, yeah, because it, it's like a for me, the, the only alarm is like sometimes there is that feeling of like, I truly have no motivation to do anything. Yeah. But that's and sometimes normal. you're just tired. Not for me, though. It's like because you think of things that are like characteristic of you. Yeah. And then, so it's not. But it's like either. Well, I mean, now, now I'm, mm, I don't Ooh, know. Let's I'm, dig. Like, I'm like, now it's like bipolar because I'm like, it's either like I'm doing everything or I'm doing absolutely nothing. Like tr I will stare at a ceiling for five hours. Like I've totally well, done that. One thing that. that helped me was I went, I went to this, um, 
therapist who she did like a um, drug assessment, like uh-huh. drug dependency assessment. She was like, you're high risk for like a drug Ooh, addiction. Interesting. And, Ooh, how do you know? You take a test. Oh. And she was like, you're high risk if you aren't like, you know, it, you, whatever number you get. It just asks depends. you like questions about your lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And so then once she was like, that's probably contributing a lot. And that was a while ago. Once I kind of like cut back. Well, I feel like if you have the awareness, really like there, a, there was a period a where I was, I was taking Adderall like way too much. And oh, then yeah, I was like, that'll do but, it. But I, but I want, and then I was like afraid of existing without it. So I was like, well, what if, but it could be better if I just took Adderall. And then, but once for me, I realized that like being at the state of being with like no substances is my favorite part. It's like my favorite state. Yeah. That's, that's what the, it's like what to be 30. like loving yourself and being happy with just being existing I mean I feel like that too I started smoking weed when I was like maybe 14 or 15 okay and so it was like for a long time for me I just didn't really know what it was like to not be like to feel to not to like have a good time not on drugs oh yeah But like the past you know couple of years I mean like I'll go through like periods where I'm like oh you know like right before well I just turned 30 so like the past month has been a little bit of a blur but but now <laughs> I'm like fun, up through. and downs but it's nice you know if you can just be like in control of yourself yeah you know? but what and it, stop it when how you do you want. handle like people all like like, do you actually like enjoy like going to parties and like having a bunch of people talk to you? I yeah, truly, awesome. I no. truly hate that, and that's why I have to get drunk. No, but <laughs> I, you do hate it. I, I, I just to. hate it so much. I know, I hate it too. But I, I, <laughs> I, try, I that's why I asked. I thought you might. You're, you're. I was like hating my own birthday party. I was like, why did I even do this? <laughs> I was like, I should have just stayed home. What the well, fuck? Well, you guys was I are thinking? introverted then. I'm introverted. Yeah, because yeah. that's because extroverts get their energy. I read an article. I read an article about it. They get their energy off of like talking to other people. Because like when I'm in a bad mood, talking to somebody else pumps me up. They, it could be the deli guy. Like yeah. I do get energy from that. But like with you guys, it's like you feel like from what I read introverts like everyone just sucks the energy out of them and they're like no taking a nap makes me feel better usually or eating a pizza well since i haven't been at my day job it's actually been a lot easier for me but the thing is i mean when you go to parties there are a lot of people who are just like energy vampires and they don't (laughs) want to like have a conversation with you about like a documentary you watched about womanhood they just want to be like how's your day it's like my throat's hurting talking to you you know so i think that's more what i hate small Small talk talk is small my number one pet peeve because it's like life is too short why are you wasting my time right now but a lot i think 90 percent of the population doesn't know anything else other than people are so socially awkward and then they feel the need to like you know, not be standing there in silence, which honestly, that would be more awkward. Yes, people feel so uncomfortable in silence. And I was like, if I was at a party and someone sat down next to me on the couch and didn't say a word, I would be so comfortable. See, just that makes sitting me like, next to them in silence and that like makes slowly eating potato chips. Great. I, I, I had this roommate in college named Sasha. And one of the she first days hot. together, um, we took a, a walk from like Gramercy to Chinatown, which is a Whoa. pretty long walk in complete silence. And I was like, this is my fucking new best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I loved it. And, wow. But it wasn't weird. And it, I liked her a lot. Huh. It was just quiet. Nice. I've, I was always super shy, but from doing stand-up, I've grown to kind of enjoy like meeting new people more just because. Yeah. You know, like I have, I feel more confident, like talking to people and being like, oh, where are you from? You know, and kind of like finding the common ground and Mm -hmm. and doing that. But if it's just like some random person who I like, 
always see and they're always like, hey, and you're just like, hey. And then I hate yeah, it. So like, what do you want from me? Well, sometimes I'll see somebody that I haven't seen in years or a long time or just somebody I, really, I know well in a place like the grocery store or something. And I'm just, I avoid them. I don't want to, I just, I don't, I know, I'd rather that not. terrible? I do no, that but I just, too. I just rather not say hi right now. I do that too. I avoid people. I yeah. mean, that's not bad. I don't think. I just don't like feel sometimes like. If you, especially on the train, then it's like, well, there goes an hour that you have to like listen to this person's like spiral of a life. But it's <laughs> with, in, the, in the age of social media, I usually know exactly what they're up to. So it's like, I don't need to hear you. Like, you don't need to now tell me verbally what I already know. And then I have to ask like fake questions. Like, I don't know exactly what you're <laughs> like doing. Like, I haven't been stalking you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I know exactly what you're doing. You just, oh, you just got engaged. <laughs> wow. wow. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Ring is so tiny. Wow, you put it out there for everyone to see. Okay, yeah. Um, um, now, your time, you said that you went on some crazy dates uh, over your yes. lifetime. Do you want to share any of those stories? I would love to. I would love to. Well, I I mean, I think people like underestimate me a little bit because like I said, I'm mousy, but sometimes, you know, I like to get a little wild, <laughs> especially on the first or second date. I Well, I went on this date one time with a guy and he, we went to the Black Ant, which highly recommend. Um, but like I, like I mentioned, I have struggled with drinking way too much, especially on the first day. So (laughs) I was like downing margaritas and, um, oh, we ate like these chili lime grasshoppers that they have or like crickets or something. Where is this place? It's on second Avenue between third and fourth. It's a fantastic restaurant. Oh, I love the bugs, but I was like drunk. So they were like (laughs) falling out of my mouth. You know, I was like a hot mess, but anyway, then we went back to his place and, um, I let him shave my vagina and then we had sex. Whose idea was yeah. that? It was his. How did that come up? It was his. And I was kind of like, well, I've never done anything like that before, but did he asked, can I shave your vagina? Yeah. Like, was it sexual or was it like, it was just too much bush? Or like, what was the, Oh, well, it was a little embarrassing <laughs> because I had, I was going to shave my own vagina because <laughs> I, was, I was, like gonna, I was going to have sex with him initially. Um, but I bought this like buzz cut thing at the store. Like and a I was beard like, trimmer? <laughs> it was like a beard trimmer. Yeah. yeah. But I've tried those. They well, don't because work. I started getting freaked out about waxing because they were like, you can leave small tears and then you can be more susceptible to STDs. Oh. And tears so, in the skin of your vagina. Wait. Like when um, they rips the whole, the um, hair follicle? Yeah, yeah. But under, oh, I, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can get. Aww. Yeah, I never heard like that. I herpes. I never heard herpes that. and stuff. Oh. Like, uh, like topical. Oh, because I was going to say, I was like, it's topical. I was like, because there's no, right. they shouldn't be waxing in <laughs> any part. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, you don't get your service. No, no, I'm just No, I was talking about, like, you know, like the, how sometimes, like, around the, the lip, it'll go, like, like almost into the in. pink area. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that, you can't, you know. Danger, danger. A good waxer. Right. But, I mean, waxing But hurts, then sometimes like, you get your butthole waxed, too. And it's like. You're getting your butthole waxed? Yeah, but it's been a while. Does it hurt? Yeah. It hurts too much. Brazilian waxes hurt so fucking bad. I'll never do it. I really, I haven't gotten one in a long time, but every time I do, at this point, I was like afraid. So I bought the buzz, the buzzer thing. So I like, I like shaved my vagina and then I was like, oh shit, this is like not right. It was like totally (laughs) prickly. Yeah. Yeah. It trimmed it. And so I was like, so to him, I was like, um, Oh, this is so awkward. But and I like told him the whole story and I had met him at a comedy show. So he he kind of like already knew that I was a weirdo and he, <laughs> he thought it was funny. And then he was like, let me shave you. And I was like, OK, well, I mean, I would never do that. But um, he was a doctor. So he was a doctor. Uh, he was like a surgeon. So, so he, I was like, I know he served a surgeon, a shaved surgeon, surgeon. So wait, the surgeon shaved your vagina. 
Yes. I would imagine he would do a grade A job. He did a great job and it was super sexy. It was hot. It was oh, hot. Oh, it was super hot. Because I know hot. that's a thing that people do. He just used like a regular, like a regular non-mechanical razor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like a one I he like used this. for his, his beard. Yeah. That's a lot I of know. trust there that too. Is. Having to bleed that that's why it was coot. so his, hot. Your pubes were in his hair razor. That's yeah. like, a, that is a lot of trust. It was mm. super sexy. Yeah, did I loved he, it. How long did it last? Like a regular, like the regular amount it takes you to shave your vagina? Um, Maybe like, I don't know, 15 minutes or something. Okay. That's good I was time. pretty drunk Was there any, point. I guess he was just like <laughs> shaving you with one hand and just holding your stomach with the other. Oh, I'm like, had what do you this, do? Well, he had this like fancy apartment. So he had this like a little shower that had like a little seat in it. So I was like Ooh. sitting on the seat. Oh. And then he was just like going at it. Wow. wow. But and do I you was, think that was like his thing? Like, do you think he had done that before? Well, he, he later kinda, told me he later told me that he shaved his wife's vagina. And I was like, uh-oh. His current wife? Well, I thought they were divorced at that time. <laughs> were they Here not? we go. <laughs> they were not. I know it's a little bit. Were they separated? Out. I don't know. Things uh, weren't going well? Things weren't going well. Maybe going she was well. out of town. Yeah, yeah. Well, she wasn't in the apartment while he was shaving me, so <laughs> that's God. the important well, part. Well, I mean, that would almost be about she, she was out of town fucking someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she was getting some dick. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. Hell yeah. Get some D. Whatever. So. I mean, that's what really his responsibility, not yours. You're not married. Yeah, I mean, you know, he told me he was divorced. Oh. Yeah. And then you the, only can... the truth started unraveling oh. after that. After he shaved your vagina? Directly after. No, just kidding. <laughs> it was like each so day. I probably tell you about well, my wife. Because I kind of started like wanting to see him regularly after he shaved my vagina because I was like, this is pretty good. And then like. <laughs> it's a good deal. Yeah, it was pretty good. And um, but then each time I saw him, I'd be like, uh, wait a minute. So what's going on with your divorce? And he would. And then he was like, well, Ugh. I mean, it's not really final. And, I, and then I was like, and then I was like, oh, OK, cool, cool. And then I was like, so like, what's going on with it now? And he was like, well, I don't even know if we're going to get divorced because we have a lot of property together. And I was like, oh, OK, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, OK, cool. So um, you want to shave my pussy again? <laughs> did he did he shave your vagina more than once? No, because I think I didn't see him for like a month after that because he was out of town. And then then I think I got a wax. Has <laughs> <laughs> you like enough of this shit. Has yeah. anyone else ever shaved your vagina? No, no. Oh, wow. What a fun time. Do you like yearn for that? Like, I mean, like, is that like a sexual kinda, thing? You're like, oh, I want well, that. Part of the reason it was so hot I'm was because yeah, like we it was like a very new relationship. You yeah. know, so it's like the thing where it was like putting putting trust in a stranger, basically. Yeah. to not like saw off my clip. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're Ooh. too far into it, you're like, oh, maybe this is just like this equivalent of like popping a zit for your partner. You're yeah. Like, is this I mean, I mean, maintenance? I've been in a relationship for like maybe a year and we do like some fun stuff. You yeah. Know? We like, like we mix it up. Well, you've been dating that long. Yeah. Remember last summer we were like getting together. Wait, I, I remember I was at the root of it and you told me that you liked Ian and then Ian told me that uh, he liked you. And, uh, and, and I was then like, Final, I yes. went to the comedian project and I ran into Ian and he was like, <gasps> I really can you come to the bodega oh my with God. me? I want to get her a flower. And he was like, can you hold my bike while I carry this flower? <laughs> I was like, yes, Ian, you're so cute. He's so cute. <gasps> No, well, I mean, first of all, me and Ian have great sex. And we have, I feel like you guys do. The longest that sex has ever been really good in a relationship. Oh, wow. Awesome. Like the first time we had sex, I came. Wow. Good yeah. for you. And that's not like a normal thing it's, for you. It's, it's only happened one other time when I oh. had a one night stand with an Australian guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do you fake uh, it? Oh, no. Previously? No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I have. Well, one yeah. time I was like faking it and I ended up kind of just like laughing in the guy's face because I was like doing such a bad job. And then it was like that. 
I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like also a lot of vibration. You know, He's but... like, are you mocking me? Oh, oh no, God, we really just funny. got, well, we, oh, he bought me a body stocking. Have you ever had one of those? I, okay. Yes. Oh my God. So I sexy. I'm about to have one. You got to get one. Was well, it a we... fishnet? Wait, it you're about fishnet. to have, it's on order? Yeah. You can just buy them on the street. You can buy them from like weird little street shops. Yeah, yeah. They have them in the sex shops, but I want, I don't know. Yeah, they're hot. I like how Christina's like, this is very naughty. I'm like, yeah, body stockings. They're yeah. all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where to dinner. You know how much weird shit I have in my don't apartment? Don't they have holes by your butt and your vagina? They have holes. Yeah, right? yeah. This you one can fuck in the stocking. I have crotchless fishnets. They're great. That's so awesome. hot. Yeah. No, this is what I just got. It's a... Uh, it's like a vibrating cock ring, but it has like a bunny on the end with two little ears like the, for your clit for the clit. But Ian doesn't love it yet because he says it makes him feel like a mutant, quote unquote. <laughs> what Get an, over it. <laughs> what an Ian saying. Aww. Yeah. I mean, he's he's like such a he's like a crunchy granola guy. So he basically <laughs> like what he wants to do is like just fuck. And I'm like, I'm more like, ooh, let's pretend that you're the pizza guy and I'm so a like, You like role play. I mean, we don't as much as I would like to, but, we'll, but you personally we probably will like by this time next great year. Great pizza guy. He, he would. He was a pizza guy. Oh, yeah. Oh. I could see it he, with his car with the little thing with on the top. Yeah. The pizza yeah. box. Uh, hello. I'm a pizza <laughs> guy. Uh, someone order a pepperoni and cheese. Oh, that would be cool. That would be good. I could, I could see him being in a porno, actually. Yeah, because oh. that stash, the mustache. That yeah. makes me so jealous. That's how I know I like him. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that I could see him being a porno. Yeah, I'm just like filled with rage for a tiny second. What's I'm the most him. creative role you've ever played sexually? Mm, um, well, not with him, but right. any, any. I did. I would like used to dress up as a Catholic schoolgirl for another guy that I dated, which was like ridiculous because I actually I was like just using my old uniform. <laughs> I mean, that's hot. I don't even I think that that fetish I was like young and dumb at the time, but I think that that fetish is so weird because it's like, what's the end game here? You're fucking a kid. Like, <laughs> that's true. You're a pedophile. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I did a Catholic schoolgirl. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've ever done anything, but I used to do this thing for Ian where I would like put on, and this is like such an attention whorish thing to do. <laughs> I like put on these stockings and then I would um, like go around the room and I would like pose. <laughs> but I was I was kind of doing it like to be funny. We we're like cracking up, you know? And then but it, it turned was, like, into sexy. like, no way I can't want to fuck you now. Yeah. Well, he he always wants to fuck me. <laughs> That's a good problem. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Do you ever are your levels of uh, horniness equal to each other at this point in time? Like, um, almost. It's almost like he wanted it more in the beginning, and now I want it more. Now that I'm oh. thirty, I'm just like I. Does I want to have sex. Trip? Like, really? Oh, this is what it is. You know, he wants to have sex at night, but I'm too tired at night. I like can't come at night. So I'll really? be like, whatever. Can't come at night. I want to have sex at like 3 p.m. Yeah, Ooh, yeah that would be great. I'm like, yeah. I'm horny. And then, and so I'll be like texting him. I'm like, I'm going to fuck you tonight. I'm going to swallow your dick, you know? <laughs> and he's like at work. He's like, stop. You know? <laughs> and then like, and then it'll be night and I'll be like, oh, I can't rub my back. <laughs> right. How about you just massage me he's and then like, I fall I asleep. like, I thought we were going to fuck. Yeah, Steven likes fucking in the morning and I like fucking midday is my, is pretty Midday, good. I got to be awake. After work sex is great. Yeah. yeah. Like an after. Yeah, that's when I like really want it. So I don't know. Corinne told me you had an interesting anal story. Oh uh, yeah. I just lost my anal virginity. Just recently? Yeah. Congratulations. Well, Thank you. Well, I had anal sex once in college, but it was an accident. So I'm like not even counting it. <laughs> Wait, like how does one thing. have an accidental? Well, well, my boyfriend at the time just put it in my 
butt. Yeah. But he thought it was my vagina. And Did then, he? And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, I feel so much closer to you. And he was like, what are you talking about? And we actually were broken up at that time. So it was like even more of a slap in the face <laughs> with his cock, you know? <laughs> so, so then I was like, oh, I'm not even counting it. It was so, it was like the gift of the magi almost. I was like, wow, I, I gave my butt to you. And then he was like, he was like, oh, what? <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. It was an but, accident. But I wanted to have butt sex because I'm, I was about to turn 30, which I just did. And so, you Yay. know, now I'm a freak. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Does your, you get hornier? You do get hornier when you're like, I mean, she turned I mean, you 30 just like turned 30. Days ago. Are you hornier than you were 10 days ago? <laughs> I can't even tell. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll have sex tonight. Who knows? But <laughs> yeah, let us know. I, yeah. So, well, Ian always wanted to put in my butt for a while, but I was like, no. <laughs> um, but also, uh, like, birth control is an issue because I don't want to take it. And then yeah. I kind of want Ian to get a vasectomy. And he's like, oh, I'm thinking about it. Um, but Wait, if you can get it reversed. He, I know, but he's so young, though. You Are can you... get it reversed. I mean, that's I just... a lot to ask of someone. How about you go in and get an operation <laughs> and then we can fuck? Well, getting like well, a, a, getting a DUI is... is an operation. Well, it also, I mean, it, and if you're somebody who's like, negatively affected by hormonal birth control as a woman like that sucks that's like a life-changing it's, thing yeah it's really hard it's condoms hard. yeah <laughs> yeah but he doesn't ever want to use you don't condoms. like you both don't he yeah but i happily take birth control though oh that's true he, that's doesn't, true. he doesn't want to use condoms and then like i love him so much that i'm like well okay and then, oh and then yeah I'm like, oh no can he not get can he not get it hard without a condom uh because you no, can fix that no that's not really the issue he just oh. is like a bad He's he just like doesn't little, like. Well, I mean, it just sucks. Bad boy. It, once you, it, I feel like it's like anyone out there who's having sex with condoms keep doing. That. Yeah, because well, once you taste the forbidden fruit, Stephen and no I go back, back and forth with condoms and no condoms. Like sometimes, and then honestly, sometimes I'll just want to wear a condom because I don't want to get up to go to the bathroom after and like pee the jizz out. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I love the jizz pee. being inside though. I, I like it. I do like it. And sometimes I'll crave it and stuff. But then I'm like, I just, it's easier cleanup. And he doesn't seem to, I've obviously it's better raw. Again, but it is, it does like, I mean, my emotional state is like yeah. so fragile. Low, low estrogen you know? works for me. I yeah, used like, to take the Nuva ring, but I don't even have health insurance right now. So I'm sure it would be like. Planned Parenthood has. They offer pretty the, cheap birth control. Can you get the Nuva? I don't know. I, it's not generic. There's no generic brand of it. Can you, isn't know. there like a patch as well? Oh, no, I had, I was on the patch and then they, they took it off the market because it was getting everybody blood clots. Oh, oh shit. Someone There's emailed us about blood. an arm implant. I would get a shot. Mm. I would get, I would get the shot maybe, but, yeah. but, but you still get the, the um, you still get the hormones. Well, yeah. and there's and blood clots associated me... with everything. Like including the pill, there's blood clots. That's true. That's on true. That. For sure. Yeah. It's just very hard. So wait, how was your anal, your first anal? Oh, it was great. I mean, well, we, we like tried to have anal sex once, but I was like, I had to like go to the airport or something. And so I was like, <laughs> I, gotta I was go. like, hurry, you know, and then that's not the right way anal. to do it. Yeah, yeah you, you can't, can't really it. can't rush it. Did you do prep for it? Um, Yeah, we had kind of been like, we were like, okay, like maybe we, I wanted to try it because we, for some reason, read this like online forum about anal sex where it was like these girls being like, I love it when my boyfriend comes in my asshole. And I, <laughs> do you? Yeah. It was Ooh, like, see, I hate that. it was yeah. so weird. I don't, we stumbled upon it, not like looking for it. We're like, oh, what is this? And we we're like reading it. And then I was like, okay, maybe I want to do that. Um, <laughs> so we were kind of like talking about it. Uh, but then that day it was kind of like, I think we probably got in like a fight or something. And I was like about to go out of town and we we're like, let's do it. And then we're like, and then we we're like, no, we don't have time. Like, Anal makeup abort. sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> abort. But then we did it a different time and I 
I can't remember, but we did it again on the 4th of July and that was fun. So that was like the the one you count as like the first time. There was a time before that, that though, but I can't remember. And was it <laughs> how, what it, was it everything you wanted it to be more? Well, what were your like expectations? A, were they met? Like a tight butthole. Cause it was hurting. Yeah. It was hurting, but no, it was, that's everyone's butthole. It hurt. It was hurting, but I was like drunk at the time. So I was like, you know, fine with it. Yeah. And then the next day I was like, damn, my butthole hurts. Yeah. I was kind of afraid because it's like, you know, you hear those stories that are like, my butthole was ripped apart, you know? Oh yeah. No, your butt, your butthole is very resilient. Just think of like all the shits you've taken. I, well, mean, when, over the years. I know. That's I'm taking some giant shits. Yeah, I've also taken some giant shits, and I'm like, okay, if that can come through, yeah, clearly a penis is not a problem. Unless you have like hemorrhoids or something. Like, well, yeah, you, that's yeah, that butthole is fine to handle a penis, but it it does it does hurt. Well, I went, I got a colonic yeah. once, and uh, like while I was in college, and the lady said I had a really tight butthole. Oh, and I was hell like, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I thought she said it was very beautiful and tight. Oh, I mean, because I was like, because well, she said a lot it's of it's meant to expand. It is meant to expand. And she said a lot of people, a lot of clients that she's seen who have a lot of anal sex, mostly gay men. Uh, oh. So a lot of t- some she said, and I don't think she was bullshitting me, but maybe she was. I have no idea. But she did tell me once she had a client who he had so much anal sex that uh, I don't, I really don't think his butthole but, was coming out. Well, no, it, it wasn't prolapsing, but it was, he had a hard time keeping like digesting, like keeping it in. Like when he had to go, he just went like there was no control over his bowel movement. I mean, I know for my do like, yeah, I mean, gay men do, do have some ass loosens. like kegels, ass kegels. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen hmm. some toys and in, in sex toy stores for the butthole. And I'm like, is this for the butthole or is this for like a cow's mouth? Yeah. It's like, if you really want to challenge yourself. <laughs> I mean, like the chat, I mean, really, I mean, Ugh. I don't know if, I don't think it's going to become like a regular thing for me. Sorry, Ian. Um, <laughs> but it, it was a good experience and definitely glad I did it. That's how most like weird sex stuff is. And that's not even that weird, but like, I feel like it's, it's like, a once in a while thing. Yeah. It's every a once in a while thing. Like m- nine like, times like, out of 10, you're just going to fucking have regular sex. I like, yeah, I like doing things, you know, like that are a little out of the ordinary, you know, just keep it spicy. Oh, I do too. That, those are so exciting. Cause I like being playful and using imagination during sex. Here's one thing I kind of like doing that's, but Ian and I haven't done it in a while, but it's like Karma Sutra games. Like Ooh. if you're if you're in like a new, if it's like a new person, it, but it's kind of like awkward, you know? Uh-huh. Like once I slept with this guy and, uh, oh, he like what, we, we, he was like over at my house. We like took it to the couch. Then we we're like in my bedroom and he was just like sitting there. And so I was like, close your eyes. I like took off all my clothes. And then I was like, I think I read this in some Karma Sutra book or I could have just made it up, but it's like a Karma Sutra game. But I was like, kiss me in 10 places, but not not on my mouth, you know? And then it's like, tell me, like, tell me a thing to do for you or something. Yeah. Was he naked? No. Oh. He was totally clothed. Ooh, that's hot. It was so hot. Yeah. It's like, surprise, I'm a freak. (laughs) (laughs) That's like your slogan. Guys are so pleasantly surprised to like... Although it makes sense. Well, I don't know. I actually, I think that there is actually like a stereotype about like the quote unquote mousy girl. Cause I was reading up on the internet about it and it's like, fuck a, <laughs> fuck a mousy brunette girl. They're freaks. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, I'm conforming to the stereotype. Well, it's, like, it's like a sexy librarian. Like yeah. you have glasses and your hair is up and then you let it down and it's like, vavoom, you know, yeah, it's like, hello. Well, sometimes I don't, I never really feel sexy when I have my glasses on. Really? Yeah. So I, like if I go out and I like want to look hot, I just won't wear glasses. But then oh. I like kind of really can't see, you know. So I was, gonna no say, I, was like, I think it, when glasses are fake, 
uh, they are sexy. Like if I have my contacts and I'm wearing like fun glasses, but like I'm wearing like I can't see glasses right now. And I can't like, yeah, you can't feel sexy because like, you know, they're going to have to come off and then you can't fucking see anything. And you're just like, yeah, like this is a problem. I mean, I am so blind without my glasses. Yeah. I try not to wear my glasses to like somebody's birthday party. Cause I was (laughs) like, and I also, the other thing is I really can't see in dim lighting that's like the most and I like tried to set my drink down on the table but I just like dropped it in the air because there was a no table there oh. I was like why did you do that no you don't like contacts um oh. I have never been able to wear contacts it just like really freaks me out mm, to put yeah. the finger like anywhere near the eye yeah it's, really it's terrifying to me it used to be terrifying to me I, I totally get it even when I do like shoots and stuff it's I'm like a nightmare for the makeup person because my eyes are so twitchy well oh, so when they yeah, put yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, inner eyeliner on my lower lid. I'm like, forget about it. Don't even try. I'll, I'll cry. I it freaks me out. And I and I put stuff. I mean, I put contact. And then it's in like a eye. sassy gay guy, and they're like, No, I've got it. Just sit there and don't they move. All think, yeah. I'm like, you're, you're not like, gonna I'm conquer sorry. me. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, Ray. make me beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, thank you so much for for coming on. Is there anything else you wanna? I think Leave I covered it all. I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I I'm glad I got to the Karma Sutra tips. Yeah, those are great it's tips. A good takeaway. I want to do that with Steven. Do oh, it. Yeah, fuck it. Fucking do fuck it. Fuck it. Where can we find you online? Uh, I have a website. It's www.katiehannigan.com. And I'm also at on Twitter at Katie Hannigan. Sweet. And we'll put that in the description of the podcast if you like drive and you can't write shit down right now. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much, Katie. This has been Thanks, guys. guys. We fucked the anti Jamie <laughs> podcast. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.